Hello, and welcome to the Creative Gene Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Richardson. This is your one-stop shop to all things pertaining to the wonderful world of songwriting. I'm so glad you're here. And we're back with yet another episode. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for listening. I'm very excited for our next guest. She's incredibly talented and very multifaceted. Please welcome Ellie Allen. Hey, Ellie, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. It's so great to have you on. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So I know Ellie from school and she's an amazing songwriter. So thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Um, so I'm Ellie Allen. Um, I've been writing songs since I was like nine years old. Um, and some of them, some of them were pretty catchy, mm-hmm. but the lyrics were not exactly what I would like now. Um, but then I kind of took a break from that because I really got into sports. Um, but then I had to get some surgeries on my feet, which was kind of a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. because I really dove into music. Because when I was younger, I wrote, um, I wrote mostly just like just kind of melodies that came into my head. But like when I was older, I started putting piano to it and guitar and like that kind of thing, which really developed um, the songs and also lyrically they were much more sound. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I've been writing on and off since then. That's amazing. So we're going to go into our lyric of the week segment. Um, has there been anything that you've been listening to lately that kind of stood out to you? Um, so lately I've been listening to music not for like the lyrics, but I've lis- been listening more so for like the musicality and like the mixing and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I feel like musicians do a lot like you really listen for different things like sometimes I'll try to like pick an instrument out of like a a song when I'm listening to it like and just really tone my ear Mm -hmm. um so I haven't really been listening for lyrics but one song that came to my head um which is also great like musically um is the song Farsighted by the band Camino okay um and it's in the chorus, it says, I'm so close, but I'm farsighted. Mm. Um, and I really, really liked that because it was like, I don't know, it j- just shows how complex some things are and yeah. like how you can be like right in front of it yeah. and still not even see it or understand it. Right. Um, and so it was just like a small part of the song, but it really like stood out to me and I was like, whoa, that's deep. Like, what am I not seeing in my life? Right? (laughs) No, that hits. That hits really hard. Like, how many times is there something that's really good for you right in front of you, but you just can't see it? Like, for whatever reason, you're too... Or really bad, and you're like... (laughs) Right, or bad. Yeah, true. That too. (laughs) And for whatever reason, you just can't see it, you know? 
Right. And then you look back and you're just like, man, like, how did I not? Like, wh- where was the disconnect? You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was really cool. That is very cool. So I heard a song recently. Um, it's called Hunger by Florence and the Machine. And the song opens up opens up with this lyric. Um, At 17, I started to starve myself. I thought that love was a kind of emptiness. And at least I understood then the hunger I felt. And I didn't have to call it loneliness. We all have a hunger. And that's sort of a somber lyric Mm -hmm. because she expressed that she dealt with um, some sort of like eating disorder and how she kind of used Mm -hmm. that. um, She thought that love was in that and it wasn't. And it also showed like her faulty view of love and how she was basically looking for it in the wrong places. So she kind of had this void. And I think it's really interesting that like you could also hear that as a metaphor, Mm, like that she was starving herself from love, like pushing everybody else away. Yeah. And like that eventually she realized that like, there's always a hunger for love and oh, like you, yeah. you need people. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, that's really cool though. I love, I love when you can just interpret things in different ways and like get a different truth. Almost like every time you hear it, you're like, wait, was that there before? Like, yep. that's cool though. I like that lyric. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. All right. So now... We're going to get into getting to know you a little bit better as a songwriter. Okay. So what type of music do you say that you write? Um, so that's that's a hard question um, for <laughs> me. I've, I've had lots of people ask me that, and I'm just like, uh. <laughs> um, but I just I thought this was funny um, because when I was listening to your last podcast with Bryant, um, the way that he described his genre of music was like exactly the way that I do it as well. <laughs> um, so I take like two artists and then I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm that together. Um, but my artist that I would say I'm kind of a mixture between is Alicia Keys and Adele, um, which also fits my like voice, um, which is kind of like, why I go into that genre because mm-hmm. it it just like fits my natural yeah. kind of style um but I guess if I had to put it into a genre I guess it'd be pop um but also some like super chill pop which I can definitely dig um and then kind of alternative with like a hint of R&B and like I like put in some jazzy, jazzy stuff in there sometimes too, spicing it up. So, yeah, I can definitely see that um, how your voice resembles them because your voice is very rich and beautiful, and it has such like a quality sound to it. Thank you. And definitely a powerhouse voice like they have. So yeah, I could see that. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So. What do you like to write about? Um, I think this like also kind of puts me in with Adele, but I think what I 
What I often find myself writing about is heartbreak and love. Um, and I think it's, it's a, for me, it's like the easiest topic to write about because I think almost like every other emotion has to do with love, Mm -hmm. like in some way, you know? Um, and so I guess I write a lot about that, but also just the heart in general, like whether it's, it's in relationships or like with yourself and your own reflection. Um, but I don't know, I guess I like to tell a story of Mm -hmm. vulnerability because I feel like that will relate to other people the most. Mm -hmm. Like when I was younger, I would just write about anything that I thought I knew because like I was nine years old and I didn't really have any relationship experience but like that was what all the singers were singing about so I was I would like be like oh I saw this in a movie I think this is how this person (laughs) felt and then I'd kind of write a song Mm -hmm. based on that um but I think now it's mostly I mostly write about my own heart which can be hard but I find I find that it's so much easier mm-hmm. for me to share the contents of my heart mm-hmm. when it's in a song. Yeah. Because I, it's almost like I'm hiding behind it, but like it's still my truth. Um, so it's like a way to expose myself in a way that I'm comfortable. Mm, yeah. That's very powerful and also yeah. inspirational, you know, like there could be people out there that don't really know how to like express their truth but then they listen mm-hmm. to your songs and they'll be like yeah i could do this this is doable so yeah yeah pretty cool and i think that when like people who aren't musicians i think that most people listen to music that translates what they are unable to say and so I think when when a songwriter can really be vulnerable mm-hmm. yes. and like speak their truth, then other people will find truth in that and be able to communicate mm-hmm. with other people how they feel when yeah. they might not have been able to like verbalize it or yeah. like, find the words that would fit that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I totally agree. And that's why songwriters are so special, you know? <laughs> Definitely. And fun. So much fun. Yes. So much fun. So much fun. <laughs> so what's your favorite aspect of songwriting? Um, I think I would have to say that my favorite aspect of songwriting is probably the process of it. Um, because, I don't know, it's like... It's like what they say, like there's the journey or it's it's not what is it? It's not the destination, it's the journey. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's like just the truth that is revealed mm-hmm. in writing is is really powerful because when writing a song, it's like it's not always the same process. Right. And like sometimes for me. Like when I'm writing something, it makes me realize something about either my my head or my heart that mm-hmm. I didn't even 
like realize. Mm. Um, it's like words just come into my head and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that I right. felt that way. Yeah. Um, and so I think those like little moments within songwriting is what I what I love the most about it because you never really know what you're going to get, like even from yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. So what is like your process? Tell me more about that. Um, so I, I have different processes for writing songs. Um, so when I was younger, it was just like a melody and some lyrics just popped into my head and I just wrote them out. Right. (laughs) Which is (laughs) very basic and hard to understand, but like it just happened. Mm -hmm. Um, also just because I love singing all the time. So I would just be singing words and be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but think now um I started developing like with instruments and so sometimes I'll just be goofing off on the piano and I'll just play something I'll be like "Ooh, I want to put that in a song Mm -hmm. um but other times I'll just not even be doing anything remotely with music um and I'll just have something come into my head and like when I'm just processing something Mm -hmm. and I'm like "Ooh." Like, that's poetic. <laughs> like, yeah. that, that'll be a good <laughs> lyric. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I have that. And then I also have moments where I just feel like I need to write. Um, if I am, like, emotionally heavy, writing is, like, my therapy. So, like, there are certain times where I actually just <laughs> feel like, I need to and I can't do anything else until I get this song out of my system. Wow. Um, and then it just it starts with a feeling, honestly. And then I'll find some chords on the piano that I think could go with that feeling or demonstrate the feeling in the way that I'm trying to display it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just express myself kind of. So there's lots of different ways but I think that's that's kind of the art behind it like you can you can find a song in like almost anything you know right yeah definitely yep anything can be turned into a Mm -hmm. song absolutely anything so yeah definitely yep totally so we're gonna move on um to our topic that we're gonna discuss today and today's topic is crafting verses. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so let's dive in. So Ellie, how do you approach like writing verses? Um, so I usually start with the verses. Um, I find it easier to construct the rest of the song um, when I start with that because a lot of times I feel like the chorus is like, the most generic kind of catchy part of a song. Yeah. So the verses are really where you like hit home with some of those lyrics. And you're just like, you really get people thinking. Um, so I guess I've, I've written different types of verses, but one of the mm-hmm. things I really love to do is to craft a story, um, which mm. doesn't always have to be like a story throughout the entire song. Like, because I feel like I'm a very feeling writer. 
Um, yeah. So it's not always about one story, but about a feeling consistently mm-hmm. um, throughout the song. But like one lyric. Okay, so one lyric that I wrote at Trevecca, um, and it was a co-write with with someone at school, but this was actually a cool process too. We we broke off into different rooms. We we picked the chords and then we broke off into different rooms and we said, go write something about a relationship. Right? We had no prior knowledge of what the other person was going to write. Okay. But we just said, okay, we're just going to both write our concept of like a relationship. And like we had both gone through like breakups kind of recently. Uh So we were like, let's just like put our heart into it and see what happens. Um, But the lyric that I started with in my verse was this. it said, woke up and looked, hold on, I'm trying to find it. I'm not really finding it, though. Let me just try to remember. I think okay. it was, low-key, I want to sing it because I'm like, I don't remember if I'll speak it. Well, sing it, girl. Go ahead. Okay, I'll just sing it. I'm not sure if this is the right key, but here we go. It was like, woke up and looked to the left side of the bed where you used to lie. Your head down on the pillow to watch me sleep. And so just like that part was like super descriptive, but like also like then it got into like a breakup Mm -hmm. and it was like, I didn't know then what I know now. And so it's like about that process, but just that reminiscing in Mm -hmm. not just a feeling, but a memory. Um, And I think putting that like small pieces of real life right. and not just trying to describe things with like adjectives right yeah um makes a song and a verse like really come to life mm-hmm. yeah i totally agree um so in your opinion what do you think verses should have like what are the key things that should be in a verse um honestly i think it depends on which verse it is because if it's if it's the first verse, obviously you need to have like an introduction. Like mm-hmm. don't just jump into something where people are like, why are they talking about tacos? Right. <laughs> you know, <or> like <laughs> something like that. Like make it have a purpose right away. I think that's a pretty general thing that I think verses should all have mm-hmm. is they got to be packed full of purpose because right. a song is only so long. So when you have like four lines, maybe for a verse, like make them mean something. Um, yes. Yeah. And I think being descriptive, each every verse should have dis- descriptiveness, purpose. Um, and I think vulnerability of some sort. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think like the verses are what connects the entire song. Right. Um so I think it's important also musically to be a good transition into the chorus. Um but lyrically as well, like if you have a word that leads into it or something like that, like there's a lot a lot of things that you can do with a verse. Um and if you have a pre-chorus and you want to connect that too, like 
I don't know, but I think those three things, descriptiveness, purpose, and vulnerability are, are very important. And I feel like a chorus should have those things as well, but a chorus is more so, um, catchiness right um, that really like makes it popular but i think a verse without purpose the whole song drops its meaning wow yeah i'd have to agree with you like people underestimate like the power of verses you know i feel like Mm -hmm. it's like chorus 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 it's all about the chorus but they're always no it's not guys (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) but no i agree like verses are pretty much like the backbone of the song you know yeah yeah definitely yeah definitely um so how many lines are in your verses normally um i would say since i usually write in four four um Mm -hmm. i usually just have like four four lines in a verse um sometimes Mm -hmm. i'll put like a fifth one in there if it's like a transition kind of thing um and then usually if I have more than four in a verse, I just it's usually a pre-chorus since I don't want to make the same melody get too redundant where people get right. bored. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I also put two verses back to back, which is then basically eight lines of a verse. But if and that's more of like if it's a story song where I really need the listener to mm-hmm. really understand you know, where we are and where we're coming from and, like, there's just the whole process of it all. Um, But then I think you should definitely spice it up musically and, Mm -hmm. like, whether that's vocally Mm -hmm. or if it's just something that you even add, like, when you're editing, like, like or mastering at the end. Right, yeah. I think you need to add some spice so people don't get bored, but Mm -hmm. I usually go for. So, like, whatever the time is, I usually have that many lines. Mm, that's good so then like if you're writing a song in like six eight then you'd have like six lines pretty much yeah probably okay yeah but sometimes i do four regardless honestly just because it seems the most like right fundamental kind of thing so yeah then you just kind of change the the beat (laughs) you know of the lyrics um it's really possible to do it however you want like sometimes Sometimes if I'm like singing really fast, it looks like it looks like a whole lot more than four lines. But I think the reason that I say four is because it's like in my head, the way that I process writing verses is like I have to think of four concepts Mm. that relate to each other, like four unique things that are descriptive and that stand out to the listener, but also connect to the story. Um, so I usually try to think of four different concepts Mm -hmm. or if they're longer concepts, then I'll just do two concepts and put them together with like four lines. Wow. That's actually a really good approach. I've never thought of that, you know? Honestly, I didn't either, but I just realized (laughs) it right now. (laughs) Hey. See? Yes. Totally. It's like the lyric I said at the beginning. (laughs) Exactly. So close and I'm far aside. Hey, it all comes around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I also realized that I like to put two verses back to back in my songs. Mm. Um, I realized like specifically this past semester that I do it a lot, like maybe too much. Yeah. 
But I do think that it's a good idea to like switch it up and use the first verse to kind of tell the story in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about second verses for a second. Okay. Do you believe in the second verse curse? No. No. Why not? Because I know that's usually where people get stuck. Because, like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not perfect. Like, come on, all, all, all songwriters have a bunch of unfinished songs. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I think that this second verse, it's hard because mm-hmm. sometimes you get stuck in like what exactly to say. But I think like. That's because you've already touched the surface. And now the second verse is like asking you to dig a little deeper and you're like, shoot, like, how do I do that? So I think if you really can just process things and really think more like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you have to think broader. Sometimes you have to think more specific. But but I think either way, the second verse can give it an extra boost like because that's what keeps listeners listening you know like right yeah even like if they got to the first chorus say that like one if it's catchy they'll probably stick around mm-hmm. but like lyrically if they get through the the first chorus and they're like i kind of heard that song basically already because i listened to the biggest fundamental parts of the song they'll be like okay i'm done but like if you have something lyrically that stands out in the second verse right then people will be like oh shoot and then when the second chorus comes around even though that's the same even though like those are the same words yes. they'll be thinking something different yes. because you told them something different in the second verse yeah i agree um i also think that the second verse should like be crafted in a way where like when the chorus comes back around it has like a deeper meaning to it you know exactly yeah that's what i was thinking like the chorus carries more weight because of the second verse exactly because it's like the first the first verse you're just dipping your toes in Mm -hmm. you know yeah but like the second verse you're like okay we're diving in you better be ready (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so i like that another thing too though i feel like a lot of times I'm like, most people do this. I mm-hmm. do this mostly. But a lot of times it's like we we think that the second verse has to mirror the first one. Um, and I think that's why people get so stuck is because they're they keep looking back. Yeah. And it's like, don't don't look at that. Like there there are certain songs that I have that the second verse doesn't even sound like the first one. Like right, we have yeah. the same underlying chords in the background Mm -hmm. but other than that like we got a different melody and a different message and like it's it's different but like because because the whole theme relates Mm -hmm. and because the feeling relates then it adds power to the song so I feel like people are just so like close-minded to the second verse that they don't even give it a chance to like be its own thing it's like twins like, like, and you got one favorite and one not. Like, yeah. no, like, give them both a chance. Come on, man. <laughs> exactly. Um, I also feel like the second verse is kind of treated as like a throwaway verse, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, definitely. People, yeah. songwriters pour so much effort into like the first verse. 
and then the chorus. Because that what hooks people. Right, exactly. And they kind of like, well, second verse, you know, I'll just throw this together, you know, whatever. And then the chorus and right. the bridge. Like, people and, have gotten yeah. this far, whatever. Yeah, it's like, eh, they'll keep listening. They've gotten this far. You know, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Which is so not true. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So do you ever feel the need to write like a third verse or do you think a bridge is like good enough? Depends on the song. Exactly, um, yeah. Honestly, I think I've written like a four verse song before. Really? <laughs> like if it's Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have some long songs. Most of them I don't share with people cuz I feel like they'll mm-hmm. get bored. Um, but if it's like emotional enough where I'm just like, wow, like I don't know, cuz like not every song is a radio hit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like some some songs are just meant to make people think. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes if you add too many verses, you can say too much and it kind of takes away the, the mystery and like the, the ability of the listener to create their own story behind the story. But I think sometimes if it's really adding depth and vulnerability, then it can be really powerful. So I guess if you're the kind of person who like just throws away the second verse, do not write a third one. No one wants to hear it. (laughs) But if you're the type of person who, like, gives it its own and, like, Mm -hmm. really makes it powerful and vulnerable, I think for sure, (laughs) like, definitely, it'd it'd be awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, if you're committed to making the song, like, powerful and deep and you're very intentional, then, like, go ahead. Write as many verses as you want. Like, go for Mm -hmm. it. But like you said, um, yeah. if, you know, it's just like a filler or a throwaway right. verse, then no, yeah. don't do it. Or even like putting multiple choruses together. Right. Yeah, that too. Like that can be powerful too. Even even if it's like some of the same words, mm-hmm. if you deliver it differently or sometimes like when writing a chorus, I'll write a second chorus that like same melody, but different words just to emphasize all of the words that mm-hmm. I've said before. Um, and, and it can be powerful. It's, I think like you can do it however you want, as long as there's like, like what I said before, like purpose and vulnerability mm-hmm. and like all those things, it can, it can work. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so do you have any tips for songwriters who may want to improve their verses? Um, I would say don't think so much Mm. like, yeah, because I remember there was like a four month period or so, like a few years ago where I like the first few I just really hadn't written. But then like after that, I was just like, man, I really, really want to write a song. Um, and nothing came to me. Um, and it was because I was putting so much pressure on myself. Um, and eventually the first song, (laughs) the first song that I wrote after that, I haven't really showed anybody, but it's a song called how to write a song. Um, (laughs) and I, I seriously like went back to the basics and I, I'm pretty sure in the song, I was just like, don't think so much, just like let the music and like the words and the emotion just flow through you. Um, and that was like what brought me back into it. So, and also don't don't always be trying to write a hit. Yeah. Because when I first started writing, 
I was writing for other people Mm -hmm. because I was like, they'll like this. Like someone wants to hear this, but it's not about that. Like my best songs that I've written, this might sound selfish, but like they've been for me. But, but the thing that I've found powerful is that the songs that I've written for me have been the most powerful to other people as well and they've been the most moving so i think don't don't think so much and and get the pressure off of yourself and just do it for yourself like just relax sit down next to like your piano or with a guitar or even just a melody in your head and just let something flow like whatever emotions you have in you let them live like I don't know. That is some solid advice. (laughs) So deep. So deep. You're just dropping gems out here, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any last thoughts that you want to share with us? Um, I think just to keep writing for anybody who's like Mm -hmm. not sure about it or they've only written like a few songs just keep writing um because it gets easier and that doesn't mean it'll always be easy because trust me it's not but but it's like it's like a process within yourself starts to form and like songwriting in general just gets easier so i can concur (laughs) yes (laughs) definitely so where can we listen to you right now? Um, right now, I'm most active on my Instagram at ellieallen.music. Um, other than that, I am working on a YouTube page right now. And I'm also... Ooh. Yes. I My name is just Ellie Allen. So I've told some people to check it out. But like at the same time, Ellie Allen's not an uncommon name so i'm thinking about making that stand out a little more okay um and then eventually um hopefully in like the next few months i'm gonna work on getting some stuff on spotify um but that's a work in progress so we'll see i've also been more of a pandora girl myself so i'm like transitioning into spotify right now Um, okay but yeah because i i got my little home studio set up so definitely looking at recording and getting more stuff out there that's exciting yes it is (laughs) definitely keep me posted on that i will yes well thank you so much ellie for coming on Mm -hmm. it's been such a joy having you i really enjoyed it i love talking about stuff i love (laughs) yeah me too yeah so make sure to go check out ellie's music on her instagram And we'll see you later. Until next time. Bye.